Hello and what the Spook Squad, your one-stop shop for all things paranormal. You're joining me, Colin. And John. And we're here on the 24th of December, one day to Christmas. I hate you. But we're not putting an episode out tomorrow. We are on our last episode. Celebrate. It is time to celebrate. You have time off. We'll not be back until January. I've told you, I'm getting my spirits out. We might have a special episode coming. So, plan is to take a cursed item and do a live podcast investigation with this item. Uh, I, I want to play. Yes, it'll be a good episode. But more about that at the end of the episode. So, today, all Christmas, we've told stories. Too many. Way too many to know. And um, they've all been about hauntings, spooky hauntings over the Christmas period. So what I thought, being Christmas Eve, instead of we're sitting here telling a story about another haunting, how about we go over the old hauntings we've had and we'll talk about some of the old stories we've had. Maybe we're best ones. But I do think one of my best ones was Axe Murder House. Yeah, that was quite funny, that one. I enjoyed that episode. It was just a... the one where he beat the skulls. Yeah, so it was just the talk and the the way the story was put across. I don't think there was like much happening in there other than footsteps, children crying, and orbs. Um, and well, I'm saying much, but a paranormal investigator stabbed himself in that place. Yeah, I mean, I still want to know how and why. Yeah, that episode, I really enjoyed that story. There was just so much in it, and the you know you came up with a theory. And he jumped out the window and crushed his own skull with darks, and that's how they never found him. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, and I think we also talked about uh, wooden houses. <laughs> yeah, we kind of panned off a bit on that damp. One. So that was a decent story, I think, and one of the best stories. Um, but along that, I also think the, um, the death of Il Salam, I really enjoyed that story. That is something that I would like to sit and actually read up on. So... For you, out of all the stories you've heard, which ones would you say? Was the ones that really intrigued you? Uh, I mean, I think it was the haunted doll for me. I mean, I hate those dolls that look like they're staring at you all the time, but for some reason I'm always drawn to the stories where they're, where they're in. Yeah. And it makes us want to go and check these places. And that's, that's one thing I'd like, it's a nice haunted doll investigate i mean i watched one uh, a while ago i think it was the annabelle doll mm-hmm. some guy had set all his cameras up and everything and he slept downstairs on the settee where this annabelle doll was mm. and in the video you can actually see i'm moving and ever since i've seen that i've wanted to buy this annabelle doll and see if it actually was haunted or if it was just him playing camera tricks i think you can actually go on and buy cursed objects to be fair Oh, yeah, you can, but how are they actually cursed, or is it people just saying well, they're cursed? You... That's it. I mean, your mind might take away and, and play along with it. But um, I think another story, which was quite one that had we both baffled and we were both like, actually, yeah, we'll kind of explain this one was the exorcism that was in, in Indianapolis. Yes. Um, About the photo family that was supposedly possessed. I mean, I would say it was haunted by a horrible spirit or spirits but that story even at the end of it was like well i can't even explain that one it's 
Yeah, I mean, we did struggle with that one. It was yeah. 800 pages of, of people saying the same thing, the whole family, not just one person, but the whole family. And yet family. we can't get the video evidence. Yeah, and the video evidence was taken down. Um, so you can't find that. I mean, I would have put that on the blog if I could have found that because honestly, that story had me going. But we've told so many stories and we've had so many stories, but one thing we haven't had much of is our own personal stories over this period of, of things that have happened to us, maybe near the Christmas, maybe near the Christmas period, leading, you know, holiday period or something that's just truly outright scared the life out of you. And we haven't heard anything from you about that, so... I mean, I've got one from not long after my uncle passed away. Yep. Um, my mum and my uncle were pretty close, got together every weekend to have a bit of family time with each other. Mm-hmm. He passed away with cancer when I was about 18. Yeah. I hadn't long passed my driving test, and I'd been out all night with a few friends, getting back home, went to bed. Now I had a computer desk chair, sat by my computer, and I get... I wouldn't say I was woken up, but you know when you feel like you're in a daze still? Yeah. And I hear my uncle's voice say, tell your mom, I'm okay. I'm happy again. Tell her not to worry. Tell her I love her. And I went back to sleep, wake up in the morning. My desk chair is by my bed. Yep. And I must have had a conversation with him through the night where I was actually talking because I get up and my, my mother, she, she turned around to us and says, who were you talking to last night? Mm. Were you on the phone? And I said, no. And I told her what had, what had happened. And she shrugged it off and obviously had a bit of cry in that because it was very close to the, the passing of him. We yeah. hadn't long buried him. And I didn't find out for another two years that she'd actually had an encounter herself with my right. uncle. And he had said all the same stuff that he had said to me, mm-hmm. to her. So, I mean, that scared me because obviously he came to me and told me to say all this to my mum. Yeah. Knowing that my mum would have a breakdown. So it kind of scared me having to tell her what had been said. Yeah, it's, it's a weird one. I mean, there is a lot of evidence to say that spirits come to you in your sleep or come to you in your dreams because it's a most likely time they're not going to scare you. And that's mainly your loved ones. I mean, I've had the same type of experience when I was more of a dream where I've been sitting on my bed and my granddad, who I barely knew, died when I was three, come in, he started talking to us. Um, I got excited and I says I've got to go downstairs because I was living with me nana at the time I'll go downstairs I'm going to let nana know you're here and as I went out the door I heard my name shouted I looked back in and he looked at us and went Colin tell your nana we're a lover and I woke up now what was ironic is when I told me nana she was like she was blown away because she had been wondering herself in her own head she hadn't mentioned it to me um, if granddad loved her and knew she loved him so when, chills, yeah, yeah. so when I've come downstairs <laughs> and I've turned around and says, Nana, I had a dream and I told her, she pretty much had a tear because she was like, I've, I've been wondering if you knew I loved him. I mean, your Nana's a big believer in spirits as well, isn't she? Yeah, she's, she's extremely big, extremely big. She's, she stands by like the paranormal world. So much has happened around that OIE when my granddad passed. Me, one of my uncles had a keyboard upstairs and my granddad loved to play the music, musical stuff. He wasn't very good at it. Yeah. Um, and my other uncle, he was a lot younger, um, he was downstairs dancing in front of the mirror, as you do when you're on your own, you have a bit tough time. And um, he heard the keyboard playing upstairs. So he's turned his music off, he's went upstairs, no one's there. He thought Anthony was in the room, he's come back downstairs. Yeah. Again, the music's playing. So when he's went back up again, it's off. 
there's nothing there. So he got a bit freaked out about it. And when he told Nana what they, what they believe is he's passed away because he, he passed away like that through a heart attack. Yeah. The, and the belief is that he passed away that quick. He didn't realise he was dead. I've heard of that happening. Uh, I mean, it's not been explained, but mm-hmm. it's it seems like if you go suddenly without any knowing of what's happening, yeah. that the spirit gets lost. Yeah, it's... Like it doesn't realise, isn't it? I mean, I understand that myself. Um, so I know passed away due to suicide. And when we were doing the home, um, the door, like literally, it, it the reason it, it makes us laugh is because this is what the person would do if they were annoyed. The door swung to slam shut and then stopped just before it hit. And like, we all noticed it, but we kind of blanked it. And it was kind of like this impression of like, what the hell you're doing in my house? Why you taking me stuff? Yeah, like you know, and it was like it was a bit freaky, but it wasn't like horrible. It was just like I don't think she was letting me know she was there, but she was definitely letting me know get the hell out of my house. You're taking me stuff, you know. But put that back. <laughs> yeah, but um, the reason I believe strongly that someone can die and, and not realize it dead is me nana, uh, one. One night got up, she went downstairs. Me granddad had a mental breakdown when he was young. He used to take tablets and he used to wobble side to side. Yeah. When he was standing still. Um so me nana went on the toilet, obviously shut the door like everyone does, and she could hear creaking out in the front. Now it hadn't been that long since granddad passed. Yeah. So she's sitting there thinking, Oh my god, how is there again? So she gets up, she opens the door, my granddad's standing in front of her, she puts her arms out like she would normally and goes, Harry, move. And her hands went straight through and he disappeared and she clicked on at that point, he was dead. I mean, it, it takes a lot for them to realise and remember yourself mm. that they're, they're no longer there. It's crazy, isn't it? I mean, just your instance of sitting there talking and getting a message, my instance, and, and people who's had these experiences, you know, there's not all paranormal experiences are horrible. I mean, I had one about eight years ago when mm-hmm. I moved into a flat up in Top End of Gator. Yeah. My brother-in-law, he'd been passed away about four, uh, two years at this point. And I'm in the kitchen, hearing noise. He's turning. And as I'm turning out the corner of my eye, I see a shadow walking past this glass door that I've got. So I turn a bit quicker to try and catch what it is. And nothing there. Mm. So obviously, as you do, you kind of get the balls to actually move and go towards that door, go through the door, look to the to the way the shadow moved, nothing's there, the front door shut, and at that point I was deadlocked in the door, mm-hmm. and I was also, I had like one of the chain locks as well, Yeah. and all that was locked, and I'm thinking, nothing of it, so I go back into the kitchen, finish what I was doing, and I'm sat playing on the PS4, again, same noise, so I turn again, and all I see is an outline, body size, build, height of me late brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Couldn't see his face, couldn't see him, but it was just like a, a shadow of him. Yeah. But it made sense to me because I was away with the reserves at the time mm-hmm. when he passed away. And the exact time he passed away, I injured my shoulder. Yeah. So it's like he was coming to me to say, you're all right, get yourself back out there, get it done. Yeah. It's uh, it's a weird one, like I say, it's not all paranormal. It's scary paranormal and horrible paranormal. Sometimes it's a comfort it's to let you know, you, you can keep going, you can keep doing what you need to do. Yeah, it's sometimes it's really nice. Now, I know a lot of people, like your sceptics, would say, well, it's something that's going on in your head, it's your, your brain's chemical, but I remember when 
this person had passed away uh, due to suicide. Um, I, I started going crazy. Well, not crazy, crazy, but I started thinking the fake the death. Yeah. They're still alive. It, you know, I was in that pure denial stage of like this person is in bed. Um, one night I lay down and I went to sleep and this could be simply me unconscious telling us to get get a grip or could be paranormal. But I went to bed and I actually walked into the house that this person was in, I lived in, and there was a note on the table. And I walked over at this note and I opened it up yeah. and the note turned round <laughs> and it was exactly what this person would say. It's Colin, you need to get a grip. I'm gone. I'm not coming back. <laughs> I love you. Please live your life. And, it's um, quite a sweet message, that, to be fair. It's the way she would have generally put it as well. It was like, no aces and graces about it. It's like, get a grip. You need to sort yourself out. Um, now, I, I well believe that could be my conscious, consciousness saying, look, happy, she's gone, stop. You're losing your marbles, yeah. But I like to think that it was her coming and saying, you know, I know it's hard, but I'm gone, you're going to have to move on. Yeah. And let us go. Um, but it's nice to finish on a Christmas Eve story, being our personal stories about nice, somewhat nice uh, paranormal yeah. events, rather than people being harmed and scratched. Because a lot of people think paranormal, they think evil. It's never always... I mean, I've had a 50-50 split with it, so... Yeah. <laughs> if you do a Ouija board or you're going to a place where you're hunting a spirit, you're likely to get a bit of anger. But there's the, the paranormal that loves you. Yeah. The, the people who care about you, who's passed over, and they come and they say hi. And they don't always, just in case they scare you, because that's one thing they don't want to do, is scare the life out of you. But um, a little thing I wanted to try is that I've been told, if you ever had a question for a loved one that passed away, write it on a letter, fold it up, put it under your cushion, and leave it there. And one day, a person should answer. It'll probably be the day I die if I do that. Probably. You, you walk out your body and say, by the way, that letter you <laughs> So we've come to the end of this episode on a Christmas Eve and uh, as we said uh, at the beginning of the episode, it's been it's going to be Christmas Day. Time to celebrate with your families, your loved ones, be around them and just enjoy the whole day or the whole week for the best you can and worry about whatever comes next year, next year. But next, speaking of next year, we're, we're looking at a cursed object. There's a possibility of, of getting my hands on a cursed object. Uh, Divot box, I believe. I hope it is. I mean, I would like to do some tests. I mean, obviously, we'll not... No, I mean, the box wouldn't be open, but we'd like to do a little test and and do a little test while live we use um, to see if this box is really a divot box and holds a spirit and what type of stuff can come from that. Um, As well as that, we could always do some videos on YouTube showing the stuff. I mean, I will record it and we will put it up on YouTube. I was... Got to. And, um, but also, I'd like to know some of the people's uh, stories, any encounters they've had. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. read them out. Because we're at the end, we normally say the normal, which is drop on ulc.paranormal um, for Facebook. Um, or you can jump over to spook-squad.com, which is with it, is with speak English, which is our website. Uh, on there, you'll find that you can leave comments reviews you can see all the older episodes and choose which season you want to listen to as well uh, if you want to do that and let us know your experiences of try to make it about your loved ones your loved ones that's come to you your loved ones that's let you know the past and and you know 
nice messages and we'll do a we'll do a little talk about it and we'll we'll read them out and you know let people know what we're what listeners have actually been through but other than that would like to say from me lauren and john here at spook squad we hope you all have a very merry christmas and we wish you all the best for the new year and from us for the last time this year would like to say thank you for listening take care stay safe and don't let the spooks scare you too goodbye Bye.